Folks, rise and shine. We're here for another episode of Degenerate Danger Zone. It's Saturday, October 17th, 10-17. Brick Squad! I'm your host, Ty B, and I'll be joined by none other than Meerkat himself. We'll get his thoughts on what the dart might be feeling a little bit later on. But first, a shout out to our sponsor, Pazda Electric. Give them a call, 716-698-2711. Pazda Electric can help with any residential or commercial electrical project. Anything from new house wiring, fuses to circuit breaker upgrades, or just general service call or troubleshooting issues, Pause Electric can help out. Again, give them a call, 716-698-2711. Let them know Trainwreck Sports sent you, and they'll hook you up. All right. As the dart man, Meerkat, how does it feel? Mm-hmm. There's a ton of responsibility on your shoulders, especially to make sure you know it, it, it gets right after a loss. Man, it, it is a lot of responsibility. Sometimes, you know, I feel like the weight of the darts decision weighs on myself, even though it's all the dart. Like, he makes his own decisions, but he can't speak for himself or she. I'm not sure. But, you know, it's, it's a lot there sometimes after a loss, especially with the record after a loss, never having two in a row it's like you gotta win you know and sometimes we take our heavy heavy juice like psg minus 250 yesterday get that free money or sometimes we take the heavy dogs like the braves money line plus 190 the day before free money so i trust in whatever the dart chooses honestly oh I, for real there was i was so excited when i saw the dart took psg i had psg gave that out in that parlay along with juventus and to see the dart on your side is is just like a sigh of relief. It's like, oh, yeah. like I have nothing to worry about in this game. A pretty early red card led to a big PSG 4 nothing victory, just continually scoring goals throughout that game. You'd love to see it from them. Hopefully my Juventus can finish it. But we'll start here in soccer. Tons of action all over the board. I'm going to start in England. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Man U. I know they've struggled. Um, a lot this season, especially coming off that six to one loss to Tottenham. That's something I think they really want to, that the taste of that loss is something they really, really want to get out of their mouths. And I think we're going to see that in a get right game here a little bit, if you will, against Newcastle, Newcastle have some pieces there, but nothing that's, you know, outrageously dangerous against you. Um, Callum Wilson's a nice player. Alan St. Maximon's nice. Um, but I think you have you have so many more dynamic players and in, in Bruno Fernandez and even Mason Greenwood. I, I think you got a lot there if if you're Ole, just trust them, let them play, and I think they should get you a win. They're decent favorites here, minus one fifty, but not nothing too juicy for you. I, I think they should be able to get this one and get on the right foot here. If not, Ole's his ass is in the jackpot. Yeah, you know, it's just way too good of a team for how they've started this season out. They have so much talent. They made good acquisitions. You see guys fitting in well, like Alex Telles, Bruno Fernandez at the end of last year. Um, just a lot of good moves. They make Van de Beek's looked really good there. Um, it's, it's just a team that shouldn't lose to a Newcastle United squad who, you know, have some guys who can flash, like you said. Big St. Maximum fan over here, but uh, – Probably going to avoid that, but I'm making a pick for my first pick that's just disgusting. I'm sorry I'm doing this to myself. I'm sorry I'm doing this to you guys. I'm going with Arsenal today against Man- or, yeah, Manchester City. 
plus one slash one and a half, minus 120 there. I think that's great value for an Arsenal team that, you know, against the bigger opponents on the big stage, they've been showing up the past year. Uh, this squad's just gotten better. The management there has been great. Big additions. A guy like Thomas Party might be starting today or coming mm-hmm. off the bench for them. I love that move. Huge fan of him. Would have loved him and Todd and him. So I think with like City, you know, they just haven't been that good in the Prem this year. One, one, and one. They yeah. got beat by Leicester. They drew leads. They beat Burnley. Not impressive. And they're without De Bruyne, Gabriel Jesus, and it looks like Sterling today. Those are three major blows to that lineup for a lineup that has been scoring like you hope. Those are three of your biggest playmakers. So I'm going to take that Arsenal plus one, one and a half. And then I'm also going to throw a half a unit on the Arsenal draw. No, uh, Arsenal win, draw, no bet, uh, plus 375. I think that's ridiculous value. You know, if it draws, it's a push, whatever. But I think they have a chance to win today. And I really like the plus one because I don't see them getting blown out. Yeah, I, I think that should be a good game no matter what. Should at least be close. You just got to hope Arsenal doesn't do something stupid late, gets a red card or something, and then you're sweating it out the way Everton just had to sweat out the last 10 minutes of that one there. And Please, the David Louise, don't be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Besides that, I think he should be okay. I think Arsenal could pull that upset off, like you said. But I'm looking at another derby now that we bring it up, the Derby della Madonna. Um, Inter Milan versus AC Milan. We got a 12 o'clock start on that one. Inter have scored 10 goals in their first three Serie A matches, two, two wins and a draw. And they have four consecutive head-to-head wins over AC Milan. I love Inter in this one. You can get them at a little bit of plus money, about plus 115 or so. I love that play. They've been playing phenomenally thus far to start the season. They've just been building to be able to chase Juventus. And if you want to be able to chase Juventus, you have to win big games like this, especially um, against AC Milan, who haven't lived up to expectations over the past few seasons. Uh, It looks like Zlatan will be back after um, getting the, the Rona and, also, you know, now going through his quarantine and all that, he should be back. He's been very good for them, even in his upper age. But I still think uh, between Lukaku and Erickson and uh, Lautaro, you just have so much there in Inter that is very dynamic and can do a lot for you to win a game like this. Like they, they're guys who've played in big games and they're guys who can have that big game play. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. And yeah, um, just getting those guys back, you said, is huge for them. And it's a good matchup. I haven't really looked into it, but uh, I like the play there. I I actually might tail that one myself. Um, Going on through soccer, though, today, there's just not a ton I really love today. I like some more Premier League plays tomorrow, but we'll do that tomorrow. I'm just going to throw together one more little parlay here for soccer. I'm riding with Bayern's money line, heavy juice minus 650 mm. against DSC Armenia. I mean, they should whack some today. It's a minus two, two and a half spread. So that's a lot for me. I think Bayern could easily win this one by three or four, but I'm not going to touch the spread. I'm going to parlay that with the Juve money line, which you're already on from yesterday. We went mm. over that. And a little inner sport here. I'm going to throw the Virginia Tech money line with them. That brings it to a plus 105 value there. I like Virginia Tech today. 
Um, big bounce back after a close loss to a really good UNC team. And Bayern and Juve, I think, are locks today. So, little value oh, there. I like that. Absolutely. And we'll move on to my last soccer pick, which is going to be quite juicy if you really want to make it that way. So, I'm looking at Marseille versus Bordeaux. We have a three o'clock start, I believe, on that one. Um, Bordeaux come in as slight underdogs here, plus 250, nothing too crazy for soccer. However, they're the team that seems to be in much better form. Marseille are struggling to piece together some wins here. Um, a winless run of five consecutive matches now in league play. And all but one of their last 11 games have gone under two and a half. They're struggling to score, not giving up a ton of goals, but they're not scoring on their own. So my plays here, I love the under two and a half. That's juicy there, though, at minus 167. Bordeaux is plus 250 to get the win. You parlay those together, plus 525 if Bordeaux gets a nice low-scoring victory, which I think is very possible. You look at um, Marseille, they're – one of their most dangerous players, Dimitri Paez, is spent with a red card. One of uh, Bordeaux's most dangerous players and quickest, most dynamic, Samuel Kalu out of Nigeria. He's going to be out with a muscle injury as well. So that's going to extremely hamper both these teams' abilities to score. And another thing that if you look at this right now and you're looking at the numbers in this game, no matter where the games have been played over the last 16 matches between these two teams in league Un, it's produced under one and a half in the first half, 16 straight times. You got to love that. That bodes very well for the under for the game. And that could be a great play too. that first half under. Yeah. I love Bordeaux unders. We've talked about this uh, a few weeks ago and I took them their under and, they're just a team that doesn't allow goals. They have such a strong defense that competes in their own league, but like, you know, could compete and hold a team at pretty much any European level. I think a lot of talent there really just like defensive formation, a lot of holding what they keep their center backs back, even their outside backs back a lot. Um, Last game I watched of them, I love that under. Two goals allowed through six league games already. If I don't see Marseille scoring today, give Bordeaux one, wow. one or some two. Crazy, some crazy stuff, though, going on right now on the scoreboard. Obviously, we saw Everson draw, Everton draw with Liverpool. That just went final. But right now, Napoli up 4 nothing on Atalanta, still in the first half. Two goals for, for Irving Lozano. That's, that's a crazy result thus far. Live over is six plus 105. I am about to touch a little bet on that right now because, holy shit, I think Atlanta could score two or three themselves in a half. Next half, their team that Napoli's good, but Atlanta's always has fight. They're high-powered, high-octane offense. I don't yeah, see them they, sitting down they've and been dying undefeated, in the second half. Or, yeah, they've been undefeated in uh, league play thus far. And, wow. <laughs> I didn't expect that. They've like you—you you thought yeah. they might have, you know, maybe a step back season after all the soccer they've had to play last year. Um, but maybe with the time off and everything, it seems like they continued that form. And now, Napoli, crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. But let's get into college football a little bit here. Meerkat, what's your first play? Uh, my first play, my only solo play of the day, because college football has not been great for me. I'm gonna 
calm down a bit, just give out two picks today. My first play, but I love it, is Clemson minus 27 versus Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech can score. They're a solid team, but I think Clemson is by far and away the best team in the country. Trevor Lawrence is incredible. I mean, just all around that team is so good. They're loaded with playmakers on offense and defense, and they've been wrecking teams i mean citadel 49 nothing they were minus 44 and a half i took it i was eh, they cover that virginia a um, little bit of a closer one that's kind of based off of the game plan for that one and then last week against miami who i love miami this year they get absolutely f- throttled 42 yeah. to 17 i mean th- you saw clemson at the end of that game they were running out with time expiring stuff like their second third stringers to get plays off they didn't care they wanted to run it up as much as they could didn't matter who was on the field uh they want to put teams away and just have there be no discussion when it comes time um to be who is the best team in the country i think it's already determined it's clemson minus 27 it's a big number but i think they're just getting better every game this season yeah i'm gonna stay in the acc here a little bit I think Syracuse is absolutely garbage. Um, mm-hmm. They're averaging just 256 yards of offense per game, which ranks 76th in the country. I didn't even know 76 teams are playing college football right now. I don't even, I don't even think that's real. Um, you're only throwing for 176 yards in the air, and you're without now your starting quarterback, Tommy DeVito, who looks like he's going to be out for the entire entirety of the season. And you're going up against a Liberty team, who last season took a huge step forward for that program and seems to be building on that as they've won all their games thus far by an average of 15.5 points. And they are pounding that rock over 250 yards per game on the ground. Seventh best in the nation. Um, I think Liberty has what it takes to go in, into Syracuse and get a big, big win here. I, I think it's entirely possible. Yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm going to take them. huge steps. Yeah, and I'm going to I'm going to take them minus three and a half. I think they get it done. I just don't think I don't think Syracuse can put up the points. And if you're Liberty, you're running the ball all day. You're going to just have more success as the game goes on, and you're going to pull away at the end. And that's all. That's all you need. Yeah, I I hate Syracuse honestly this year. They were terrible with Devito, and I'm not even sure who the backup quarterback is. But if he couldn't beat out Devito then you're probably in a worse off position because that's what I'm saying. Playing great this season. Like that Syracuse, is a dumpster fire Liberty's on the rise. It's, you know, two programs heading opposite directions. And I like that play a lot. Uh, I'm just going to do one more, just another little parlay, get some juice there. I'm going with Miami, Texas A&M and Notre Dame money lines. Miami's going up against Pitt. It's a big ACC matchup. They just got throttled by Clemson, as I was talking about. But I think they're so much better than what they looked at in that game. They were great to start the season. Miami has a good defense, good offense. Their team, I think that's going to have a huge bounce back game against Pitt today. Easily win that one. Texas A&M versus Mississippi State. That's going to be a bit closer. I was really bought into KJ Costello after that first game of the season. And it's just all been downhill since then. They scored two points last week, I believe. I'd rather score zero than two points in a football game because that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Texas A&M had that huge W against Florida. 
their high-powered offense, too. I think they put that one away. And then Notre Dame going against Louisville. I kind of like Louisville coming into the season, wanting to see what they can do, prove they are complete frauds. Notre Dame, a team I don't like, I don't root for, has looked incredible. I just see these as – I see this as my, like, lock of the day. Take your take your rent check, put it on this, double up. You got mm-hmm. rent for two months free money just kidding don't do that but <laughs> gamble, gamble gamble responsibly um yeah. <laughs> speaking of which if you were worried about alabama today it looks like nick saban just got a second consecutive negative test which means he there's a possibility that he will be on the sidelines coaching that bama team which could give you a little bit more confidence if you're a bama backer today and if you were looking you were not on the fence in that game it looks like saban could be out there we're not sure, not positive, but if you if you look into the into the future, I think I see Saban out there tonight. If not, maybe at least in the booth. But I think he's he's going to have something to do with this game. I I like that it's at eight p.m. because I was looking at this game. I actually really like Georgia. Their defense is outstanding, like incredible. As long as the offense can get humming a bit, I mean, but that's you're going against Alabama. You have to be great in every facet of the game. I like that it's later because if we get Saban news that says he's for sure on the sideline and everything at like 5, 6 p.m., you might see some more money coming in on Bama. You might be able to get Georgia, who's plus six right now, maybe at like a plus seven and a half, plus eight. If that becomes the case, I'm probably going to take the Georgia spread anything higher than plus seven and a half. But if not, it's just going to be a hell of a football game that I'm going to sit back, watch, and enjoy. Yep, Absolutely. So that'll wrap it up for us, folks. Make sure you get out and get that free money. Doesn't matter how you're doing it. Let's keep putting the pressure on Cuomo so we can bet on our phones soon enough so we (laughs) don't have to leave the comfort of our homes, especially when it's cold out in the middle of winter, which is going to be coming soon. Unfortunately, it's chilly out there this morning. I did not get out of bed as early as I wanted to to get down to the creek, but I'll get down there. I'll get that money. I'm not going to let the free money just sit there and not take it. I'm going to take it. So everyone, get out there. Go get your own free money. Good night now.